Boom. There we go. I just a little little excited. Listen, I'm just glad. I'm glad that you all are here. And um, if you hadn't been taking notes, you should be taking notes. Listen, remember this one thing. Whenever you're hearing the word of God, wherever you're going, um, to church or wherever you're a seminar, you always need to take a pen and you always need to have something to write on. If you don't have something to write with, something to write on, what you're saying to God is that I'm not expecting to hear from you, right? So what I'm saying to you is if during these devotions, when you go to church or wherever, keep something to write with and something to write on because you're telling God that I'm always expecting to hear from you. So today, I'm just saying, if you don't have a pen, you don't have something to write with, something to write on, then think about what you're communicating to God. I'm just listening, but I'm not expecting to hear from you. So that means all of the people who are on the line get something to write with, something to write on. I believe it in the name of Jesus. So thank you for being here. Look, I'm sorry. Um, do I have any questions? Anything, anything, anything before we get started? Keisha, are you here? Nope, she ain't here. Mm, it's, it's okay. T-Bird, are you here yet? Nope. Mm. People, people, people still I'm sleep? here. I'm oh, here. Hey, hey T-Bird, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. I'm happy now. Okay, all right. Um... Listen, I'm, I talk the whole time. I'm sorry. Y'all supposed to be talking. I'm supposed to be listening. Um, but let me just go ahead and put y'all on, on uh, mute. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Stand up. Do a couple of jumping jacks. Nobody can see how silly you look when you do them, but do whatever you need to do so that you can get up. We need you to get up. Look, uh, it's 559. We got about 24 people on the line. Uh, we're still lacking about nine people. Um, but I pray in the name of Jesus that nine people, oh, look at their, well, seven, seven people will get here in the next 30 seconds. Uh, I hope that you all are well. Again, I hope that, you're fi that you go somewhere to worship. We're going to have good worship, great worship, awesome worship today. Uh, we're grateful for Brittany. Um, Brittany Pruitt, who has been blessing us with worship, she will be uh, helping us um, adding more voices to the stage, the platform. So um, we're looking forward to that. Uh, while we have her during this season, uh, we're thankful for her uh, for carving time out of her schedule and for blessing us with her presence and her gifts. So I'm looking forward to worship and how we're trying to uh, elevate our worship uh, today during our Bible study. And we're entering to our third installment. Um, and you will have heard this message to some degree today, which will be called the disease of more. Don't tell yourself that you heard the message, therefore you don't need to come to church today. That is the enemy, and that is a lie from the pits of hell. So I need you to come to church today, all 30-plus of us, so I can see you, so the Lord can bless you, you can bless other people. Um, but today, though, um, a very simple message. You know, it's kind of hard when you're juggling two messages because um, you got one you're trying to prepare and you got one you're trying to give to the people, which are you. So I want to call your attention to um, what book is it that I want to call your attention to? Yeah, it's Second Corinthians. Can you believe it? We're in the New Testament. Second Corinthians chapter ten. 
2 Corinthians chapter 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, not 1st, not 3rd Corinthians, not 5th Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. <clears throat> and um, I also want you to put your a book note in Philippians chapter 4. Uh, we're going to read from 2 Corinthians chapter 10. But I want you to also to put your pinky finger in Philippians chapter 4. Um, and I just again want to say thank you. Welcome to everyone who is online. Um, keep our worship, our Bible study in your prayers as we're preparing again for another Sunday to uh, bring glory to our God. Um, I'm thankful that we're in, um, I think this is day 14 or something. I just lose count. I'm just, I'm just in it for the ride, for the journey. Um, it's day, I think it's day 14, um, and so um, we're, we're on the downward slope. We're on the, on the other side. It's Sunday, and you all are chiming in on the Sunday morning, knowing you've got to get right back up and head to worship. So God is going to bless you. He's going to bless you some 100-fold today with energy, with enthusiasm. I bind that, that tired, fatigued spirit uh, in the pits of hell. Yes, I'm praying that you have energy, enthusiasm, and joy today as God um, uh, will bless you. Um, today, just for a quick second, for a quick second, I want to rush it, but I just it's very brief. It's very simple, very simple message. I try to keep the messages very simple on Sundays. You might say all my messages are simple. That's fine, but I at least try to keep them simple on Sundays. All right, as you can see, I'm on 10. I don't quite know why, but I'm on 10. I'm going to bring it down to 5, all right? Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, it says, We are human." But we don't wage war as humans do. I can stop right there. We are human, but we do not wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons. Everybody say mighty weapons. Mighty weapons. Not worldly weapons. Worldly weapons. To knock down the strongholds of human reasoning. Human reasoning. Human reasoning the strongholds of human reasoning, and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thought and teach them to obey Christ. In another translation, it says, we bring every thought into captivity. Amen. Lord, bless us today to... Uh, hear your word, to uh, receive your word, speak to us um, where we are, give us something that we can chew on, that we can digest, that we can meditate on throughout today, tomorrow, and even uh, the rest of the week. Lord, bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says we are human, um, but we don't wage war as humans do. Wage war, wage war. You have waging war, you have mighty weapons, you have worldly weapons, you have strongholds. Um, and I was looking at this text in my devotion, and, and, and the one thing that, that had come to mind, the imagery, the imagery that Paul uses as he's talking to uh, the church at Corinth is um, this subject matter, weapons of mass destruction. Weapons of mass destruction. That's the, that's, I know it sounds, you know, flowery, but I want to talk about weapons of mass destruction. 
You have mighty weapons. You have worldly weapons. And then you, then you hear the term false arguments. I was reading this for devotion, and, 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 and although I received the revelations from God that, that God was sharing with me, I had more questions than I had answers. When we look at this passage, I believe Paul is giving us a blueprint to how to deal with the thoughts. Now, keep in mind that, that we're still dealing with rebellious thoughts. He's given us a blueprint on how to deal with the thoughts that wreak havoc in our minds that ultimately become the strongholds that keep us bound bringing every thought into captivity, or this translation says rebellious thoughts. We're talking about worry, anxiety, fear, and the other things that become strongholds that keep us bound. I've said it before, and I'll say it again to everyone on the, on the line. The most powerful tool, you can say weapon, but the most powerful tool you have right now in your life, in your body, in your presence, is your mind. And this is why the enemy fights us in our mind. The enemy doesn't have to tie you up for you to be in bondage. He just needs to tie up your mind. If he ties up your mind with fear, with doubt, with self-defeating words, with bitterness, with stress, if he can just tie up your mind, he can tie you up. He wants to, what the enemy wants you to do, if I can share this with you, if you allow me to just deposit this in you, what the enemy wants you to do, he wants to fill your mind with the wrong perspective. If the enemy can fill your mind with the wrong perspective, he can keep you unfocused. He can keep you filled with stress. He can keep you saying the self-defeating words that you're saying. But listen, what are weapons of mass destruction, you ask? Weapons of mass destruction are the thoughts that live in your mind rent-free. The weapons of mass destruction are the thoughts that go unattended and unaccounted for in your mind. If you look at this passage, there are three, there's, there's a crescendo, there is an increase, there's this process that I see that God can that reveal to me. It's rebellious thoughts. That's the one thing you've got to think about, rebellious thoughts. Then you've got the human reasoning, and then you've got the false arguments. I said again, you, there's a crescendo, there's a process that um, when I'm looking at this passage that God reveals to me, you have the rebellious thoughts, you have the human reasoning, and then you have the false arguments. And these things become the strongholds that keep us bound. And the goal of this passage, I believe Paul is teaching us, is, is how to capture our rebellious thoughts, to capture them and to reteach ourselves how to trust God. That's the final verse that we read. But here's the problem. This is what I want to share with you. Your rebellious thoughts, the thoughts in your mind that, that have gone unattended and unaccounted for, that you have not taken captive, your rebellious thoughts, if they go unattended long enough, they will turn into human reasoning. Human reasoning is your opinion, your thoughts. If you don't take them captive, they will become your opinions. And then your human, your human reasoning or your opinions will eventually be, turn into false arguments. The false arguments are the, is the conversation that you have with yourself. Then your false arguments, if you don't deal with them, they will turn into the weapons that you use against yourself. I'm going to say it again so it can make sense. There is this process, there is this process when you look in this passage. You have thoughts in your mind. 
And if you do not speak to your thoughts, if you do not take your thoughts captive, they will turn into your opinion. And if you don't deal with those opinions, those opinions will turn into false arguments. And now you're having a conversation with yourself. And those false arguments will eventually turn into weapons of mass destruction that you use against yourself. Many of us are guilty of friendly fire. That's a term that we use in the military when, 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 when people tend to or have a tendency to kill themselves or to damage or to harm their own people, people on their own team. Many of us are guilty of friendly fire. Have you ever told yourself you weren't enough? Have you ever told yourself that you were unattractive? Have you ever told yourself that you were a failure? Perhaps, perhaps you told yourself that you were not lovable because of something that happened in a past relationship or a past marriage. Have you ever told yourself something that was defeating? Guess what? These are all false arguments that began as a mere thought that was not taken captive. What is one false argument you've had with yourself? Just take the time to think. Take the time to think. Take the time to think. What is one false argument that you've been having with yourself? I want you to think. Be honest with yourself. No, you can't control the thoughts that come to your mind. That's true. Let's just be honest. You cannot control the thoughts that come to your mind, but you can control the thoughts that you allow to take residence there. Anxiety, think about it. Think about it. Think about this. Anxiety, fear, bitterness, anger, these are all strongholds that got their first job working in your mind as a single thought. You decided to employ them. I'll say it again because it blessed me. You think about anxiety. You think about fear. You think about bitterness. You think about anger. You think about all these strongholds that we wrestle with that keep us bound, that keep us fatigued even after we get 10 hours of sleep. You think about all these strongholds, they got their first job working in your mind as just a singular thought. You decided to employ them, and that's, because, and that's how they grew into the strongholds they are. But Paul, in this text, in these couple of verses, gives us a blueprint on how to deal with your thoughts, how to take them captive. He says this, he teaches us this, you must locate the weapon of mass destruction. That's number one. You got to locate the weapon of mass destruction. What is the thoughts? What are the thoughts that you're having that you should not be having? Yes, they're going to come to your mind, but you don't have to entertain them. and You don't have to allow them to take up residence in your mind. You must locate the weapon of mass destruction, number one. And then, according to Paul, you must capture it, seize it, take hold of it. Those thoughts, those thoughts, you cannot allow them to remain in your mind unattended. You're allowing them to take up space in your mind rent-free. You need to pass out some eviction notices today. Number one, you must locate the weapon of mass destruction. What are those thoughts that should not be uh, in your mind? You must capture it, seize it. And number three, you must remove it. You've got to remove those thoughts, 
that are in your mind that should not be there. You got to identify what they are. It takes time. Identify what they are. You can write them down, take a journal. What are the things that you're continuing to tell yourself that's in your mind? Because some of us, it was a thought, but right now you've got a whole lot of strongholds that you're wrestling with because you never took captive of the thought that was in your mind. That thought turned into an opinion, and that opinion stood there for long, long enough, long enough, and that opinion became an argument that now you're having with yourself about yourself that it's not true. It's a false argument. And now that false argument has become a weapon of mass destruction that you're using against yourself. You must locate the weapon of mass destruction. You must capture it. You must remove it. But you cannot stop there. It's not just about removing the thoughts that should not be there. You've got to replace it. Number four, you must replace it. Replace, replace those thoughts that should not be there. I think about Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will. Now, keep this. After you do that, it says, then you will experience God's peace. It's not until you learn how to tell God about everything, pray about everything, pray about everything, and learn to thank God for what he has done. After you've done that, then you will have an opportunity to experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And it says his peace, God's peace, will do what we can't do. What's that? God's peace will guard our hearts and our minds, because your mind needs to be guarded. You have thoughts in your mind that need to be taken captive. You allow them to remain in your mind, and that's why when you sit still during this fast, your mind wreaks havoc because there are thoughts that you have not taken captive. Why are they there? You need to evict them, and you need to replace them with self-affirming words, with the word of God. Not with anything else, not with the opinions of anyone else. It's just with the word of God. I'm saying that we have some weapons of mass destruction that are destroying us, that are keeping us bound in strongholds. But they didn't just begin there. They began as a single thought that we never took captive. Write all those thoughts down and leave them at the feet of the altar of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless your people today. Help them to identify the things or thoughts that are in their minds that should not be there. Help them to identify them. Help them to capture them. Help them to remove them. And, Lord, in the name of Jesus, help them, help us to replace them. We bless you today like only, like only we can with your, with your word. We say thank you. We say thank you, God. We say thank you in advance for what you're going to do today. Bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. You all have a wonderful Sunday morning. Be at peace now. Thank you. No, no, thank you. Thank you.
Kim. All right. I see. Right. I see a church this morning. Also, okay. Who is that? Another awesome. It's Carol Ann. Oh. Hey, Carol Ann. Good morning. I did miss the Bible verse that you referred to. The Bible verse, no problem. The Bible verse is um, um, the first one is Second Corinthians chapter ten, verses three through five. And um, the next passage was Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And the subject matter is um, weapons of mass destruction. Oh, oh, I got that. I got that. And it was awesome. I appreciate you. See, see you in a no. little while. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.